B-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five, somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody And welcome to the Pascal Show Yes it's a terrific Tuesday, y'all. I'm hoping you guys are having a terrific Tuesday. We got the fam in the house. You know what I'm saying? We are all here having a great time, having a great morning, and I hope you guys are doing the same as well. You know, yesterday was a very busy one. I, I really appreciated the conversation we had last night. I appreciated the, the conversation we had that morning as well. It was very eye-opening, and there was a lot of things that we needed to talk about, which we did. We opened up the phone, phone lines. We heard you guys out, and it was really, really fantastic um, hearing you guys and just hearing your opinions and everything. So we're going to be doing that again today. We will be doing another Let's Talk again, um, and today... We're going to be talking about in regards to this. This is something that's just happened. Um, federal executions. Um, if you think what your thoughts are in regards to federal executions and that let's talk segment will be at in our 10 o'clock hour. So be on the lookout for that. And just like what we said before and how we the procedure is, we're going to talk about it. We're going to tap around it, talk about the whole thing, put in our personal uh, opinions, throwing it around the round table, and then we will open up the lines for everyone to speak their minds and say what they need to say in regards to the subject at hand. But anyway, got the fellas in the house. What a guan, guys. Good morning. Yo, how's it going? How's it going? You know, man, it's good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a good morning, you know? A productive morning, another productive night. Um, sat down and watched another movie. I don't even know why I watched that trash, but I did. You know, um, not using it as a review, but I I, I saw that movie, um, Terminator: Dark Fate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's terrible. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's action packed. It's hella action packed, but I was just kind of disappointed, man. I was disappointed. There's a lot of things that they kind of went against. They broke a lot of rules, mm. if that makes any sense. And uh, it's unfortunate, you know. I'm not trying to spoil anything, but anyway, just they just broke a lot of rules that I didn't expect them to do. And I understand you gotta go off the beaten path sometimes, but they went all the way off. <laughs> so, um, so there were certain things that I wasn't cool with, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how are you guys? Feel well, man. Just uh, I'm feeling rested. You know, and I had a Red Bull uh, mid-afternoon yesterday. I don't think it kicked in until this morning. So <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> yeah, you were wide awake, huh? Did you get? I mean, like, or did you just get some really good sleep last night? You know what I'm saying? The, uh, that could not only, be the Red Bull. You know what I mean? I only slept for about six hours, but you know, I, I never felt it kick in before I like before I fell asleep. So I think I was just exhausted, and then you know middle of the sleep i wasn't using it now I woke up and just firing on all just, cylinders just ready so. to go ready <laughs> and i got to coffee go. going ah. <laughs> you just you just you're just firing on all pistons right now i, I right. feel you i feel you i feel you tommy how you doing 
I'm all right. Uh, had a little bit of a scare yesterday. Uh, my, you know, I was supposed to go over and hang out with my parents uh, last yeah. night. Got a call from my mom saying she wasn't feeling well. Oh, and then no. like an hour later, I got a call and they were in the emergency room and she had a kidney stone. Oh, so oh. yeah, she uh, had some surgery last night. I guess to remove the stone and put a stent or a shunt or something like that in her kidney. But uh, mm. she's doing well this morning, but she's going to be in the hospital for a couple of days. So, oh, man. Um, well, yeah. Hey, hey, you know, thank God it's it's just a kidney stone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. thank God it's just that. So I'm really happy to hear that real talk. I know that sounds weird. But I'm, no, I'm happy no, that it's not something worse than that. You know what I mean? Like the <laughs> Rona. I mean, God forbid. Okay. Although I don't like her being in the hospital right now. Period. Yeah, yeah. Like she's in harm's way for sure. She is in that mm. Petri dish as we speak. But she'll be all right. She'll be all right. You know what I mean? Positive thoughts. Mm. Um, yes. But I'm glad that she's okay. I'm sure she's going to be out in a day or two, right? Yeah, I think so. I think they're going to hold her for a couple of days. But, yeah, I think after that she'll be out. So like, hopefully... Are they just waiting for her to pass the kidney stone? I'm not sure. I, they did surgery overnight, and I'm not sure if that was just to put the stent and shunt in or if they also took out the stone while they were in there. I'm not sure. I just got a text from my dad this morning kind of letting us know what was going on. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, you know. As far as I know, she's doing well, and it's being treated. She's where she needs to be. Word. So hopefully it gets mm. cleared up soon and she gets to come home. Yeah. I'm taking care of the cats while she's in there. <laughs> and she has she has geriatric cats, so it involves oh. a lot of pilling them and you know, all that kind oh. of stuff. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say they're like little baby furry little babies now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. Fortunately the one that needs to take pills is is doing well taking them, is not putting up much of a fight, so that's, That's good. good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't have any scratches on me last night when I came back from the house, so that was good. That's always there a good go. thing. That's always Your good. Your cat's like, are you, not, uh, are you cheating on me? Is that a, another cat I smell? <laughs> <laughs> That's the way my cats looked at me when I came home, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, yep. Well, shoot. Well, I'm glad that your, your mom is doing okay. She's doing well out there. Uh, and, of course, she's in the hospital, so therefore she is um, she's in good hands. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. State Farm. Yes. <laughs> is that it? No, it's not. Is it? Yeah. Uh, is it all state. All, all state. state. Yeah. all state. Yeah. All State. All State. There yeah. you go. All State. No, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yeah. Uh, there yes. Go. Why? <laughs> Why, guys? Uh, good morning, Tanu Vane. Hope you guys, hope you're doing well out there, my brother. Um, yeah, he said, hi, everyone. Sounds like a rough time, Tom. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. You know, we, we, you know, as much as we think uh, there's haters out there, there's still a lot of love out there, though, too. Just remember. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mr. Super, good morning. Oh, now everybody's starting to tune in. What's up? Uh, Toby, Toby, good day to all from Germany. Hey. Yes. Guten Nacht, right? Isn't it nighttime now? Guten Nacht. Um, name's so, so good, he has to say it twice. Yes, yes, like couscous. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, shoot, man. Hey, uh, everybody's, uh, I see everybody's having a good, a good morning so far, so that's good. People are starting to tune in. Oh, it's daytime. Oh, Guten Morgen? 
What is the afternoon? How do you say good, good, like good afternoon? How do you say good afternoon, Toby Toby? That's what I want to know. Uh, it's 417 in the afternoon over there. I don't know, Toby. I'm sorry. Toby Toby. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry, man. Uh, you know, guten Nachmittag. Watch what you're saying. (laughs) Guten Nachmittag. Afternoon. Yeah. That's good. That's good afternoon. Guten Nachmittag. Nachmittag. I don't know. I said it right the first time, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, good afternoon, good evening, and good morning to everyone that's watching all over the globe. All right. There is a lot. Oh, thank you, Toby. Toby. I appreciate that. And if you haven't done it yet, because I, I mean, I just did speak in another language just for <laughs> you. OK, go hit that subscribe button if you haven't done that yet. And hit that like button down below. You know what I'm saying? We international up in this piece, man. Did you not know this? Anyway, I'm stop, I'll stop screaming. I'm sorry. The second time was right. <laughs> Guten Nachmittag. Yes. OK. Guten Nachmittag. Woo. Woo. I got I to gotta write that one down before I forget it. Anyway, thank you guys so much for being in, being on the show and all that. Um, Pascal has that Berlin accent. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm trying my hardest to be as international as possible. So every, every time there's somebody new on the show, like Toby Toby, you know what I'm saying? I can try to, you know. Have. Default to all of your movie sounds that you've heard throughout your life. Exactly. All the stereotypical, <laughs> ger- every stereotypical ass- accent that I've ever heard in a movie, you know, I tried to do this? Nine? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't mean any disrespect. It's all love here. Real talk. It's all love. Oh, my God. Moving on to other things. Can we move on to other things instead of how many bad accents I have in this body? Okay. Uh, like I said, I hope you guys are having a good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Um, but moving on, um, it's not a good morning, good evening, and good night. Good evening. What is that? That's a movie. Yeah, it's Truman Show. Mm. Oh yes. What is it? The Truman Show. Yeah. No. 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 What? What's the? What's the saying? Good morning. Uh, good in evening. In case I don't see you. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good night, or something like that. I think it's good morning, good evening, and good night. We're gonna have to Google it. We're gonna have to Google it. <laughs> it's. It's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna Google it here in a second. But uh, let's let's jump into some more news, okay? Um, so we do have some more developing news, uh, as like we talked about uh, on yesterday's show, yesterday's afternoon, uh, yesterday uh, evening show. Uh, we still have some more. Um, we still have some more information in regards to Glee stars uh, Naya Rivera, and uh, I'm gonna throw it over to Tom. And Tom, he's got the story. Speak on it, brother. Yeah, this is really sad. They uh, yeah. found a body in the lake that they believe is uh, Glee star Naya Rivera. It sounds like uh, the sheriff is saying that she um, she must have died trying to put her son back on the on the boat. That uh, he quoted as saying she must have mustered enough energy to get her son back on the boat, but not enough to save herself. So yeah, it sounds. Sounds like she had gone out there. She had uh, been FaceTiming with her family while she was out on the boat out there. But, uh, yeah, I guess she went out in the water. She was not wearing a life vest. But, 
I guess they had some trouble finding her because I think they said that she might have gotten uh, might have been covered up by some of the vegetation along the lake's floor. So really sad, but it sounds like she she died trying to save her four year old son. Yeah. So that's and, just I mean, that's sad. It, what's what's wonderful, though, is that she was successful. It's not like yeah. there was two tragedies. Um, right. You know, I, I know that sounds really morbid and really messed up. But, uh, you know, just to be completely honest on that, I'm, I'm just very thankful that she had enough energy and was able to get her son safely, get her son safely on to that boat before she, yeah. her uh, tragic demise. Um, now, yeah, I mean, you know, this is obviously developing news they you know as of yesterday they said that they were they still hadn't done like a thorough check because they had to get her dental records to actually identify the body so that says a lot about what kind of wear and tear her body went through while she had gone under um it's terrible to think that you know um and of course you know like we keep saying over and over again our our thoughts prayers everything goes back to her her family and we just hope nothing but um nothing but the best and uh for her son because i can only imagine what her son is going through right now that's that's quite a thing to witness yeah. every single day four years old yeah um and like i said before um the fact that yeah on top of that the fact that he's four years old and he has to deal with that man it's it's so terrible guys it's so terrible um i i can no kid should have to deal with that um yeah they said that uh the the current was very strong uh the day that she went missing um and it may have contributed to her drowning they also said that the boat was not anchored uh, when they went for a swim with the sun. So if they're trying to catch up to the boat and having to swim after it and the current's pulling them back, I could very easily see her just getting exhausted. Uh, mm. I mean, that happens to people, unfortunately, all the time. Yeah. Uh, Florida currents um, and even lake currents. I mean, it's a large enough lake, I mean, to where it still has its own flow. So yeah. um, it's also on the anniversary of them finding Corey Matiath after he had a heroin overdose. So the, uh, you know, the Glee family, which yeah. they had a huge following. Huge. Uh, is this it? is a pretty devastating thing to that community. Yeah. Uh, and to the group of the people that were in those, that, that show with them. Um, you know, a lot of those people are like family after they're done with those multiple season type of shows. So, and she left a big impact on people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, here it is. Like, yeah, they, there's a lot of people that are going to be obviously uh, affected by this uh, by this story. You know, uh, a lot of people grew up with her uh, on that show, um, and that show was a huge hit for a very very long time. And like I keep saying before, it's just a it's a it's just terrible. Such a sad news. Terrible, terrible news uh, to, for everybody to get. For everyone to hear you know and and i was saying this even last night and i'm going to say it again please i hate to say that like use this as an example <laughs> of caution like a cautionary tale if you will but please guys if you're going to go out to a lake go out to any 
body of water that is not a pool, uh, please wear a, a life jacket, a life vest. Please use safety first all day. I understand that people are strong swimmers out there. I understand that people can do anything. Um, but at the same time, you just never know. I don't know her story. I don't know if she was a, an amazing swimmer, a strong swimmer, or if she, they just jumped in really quick just for a quick dip. We don't know. Um, but all I can say is the reason why her son was okay was because he was wearing a life vest um, during the time. She obviously was not. And all I can say is, please, anytime you're going out to something like that, to a lake, river, wear a life vest, just be safe. You know, I understand we all want to be superheroes. Um, and I get that. But we, we got to be safe. You know, we want to come back home to tell the story of that time you jumped into a lake. And I know it looks really creepy, not creepy. It looks really crappy to, to wear a, a life vest. I get that. Um, but I just say safety first. Doesn't matter. Just wear it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because we're saying this about a life vest. You can click what I just said and put it over on masks. But that's another conversation in itself. <laughs> um, uh, Simply Simone. Good morning, Simply Simone. Uh, she just said TMZ confirmed her body was uh, was her before the family was notified. Just disgusting. Yeah, you know, mm. TMZ is something else. Let me, like, don't get me wrong. I, like, it, it's, it's, they're all, they got their finger on the pulse like a mug. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got their little minions out there getting the information, getting the word out there, or get, just getting the information out there. But what's very frustrating to me is that there are things like that where, there's no threshold of respect. Like they just want to get, they just want to leak the story out before anyone else gets it out there. And I get it that that's their job, but at the same time, there's certain, there's a certain amount of respect, you know, um, with family. It's just frustrating sometimes when you, you know, when you get, when you hear stories like that, you know, like, wouldn't you, if you were in Naya's shoes, wouldn't you want your family to know first before it's just out there in the ether like that? I think we talked about this with Kobe. Yeah. They, they did the same thing. They, mm. they most definitely did. They most definitely did. And it's, it's just frustrating. You know, it's kind of like, all right, there's, there's a certain level of decency that you need to have, you know, for sure. Certain level of decency. And a lot of people just kind of... Throw that damn thing out the window, unfortunately, you know? Right. Anyway, moving on. Ah, man, there's another death. Uh, a Mythbusters host uh, has died at the age of 49. What's the story here, Tom? Yeah, Grand Imahara. Uh, you know, I think anybody, you know, I was, I was a huge Myth, Mythbusters fan while I was on. And uh, Grant, yeah, Grant was the, yeah. I think we watched it together a bunch of times, yeah. but, uh, yeah, Grand Imahara, he was the robotics, uh, you know, he, his specialty on the show was robotics and building engineering stuff. He was the engineer on the show, uh, passed away from an aneurysm at the age of 49 yesterday. Mm. Um, did they, did they know what the cause is? Did they ever know what it's the an cause? aneurysm? 
Oh, an aneurysm. Ah, yep. thank you. Um, yeah, that's terrible. brain aneurysm yesterday at 49. Mm. But yeah, I mean, he was, uh, you know, before he was on Mythbusters, uh, he worked in animatronics and robotics on the Star Wars prequels, on The Matrix Reloaded and Revolutions, Galaxy Quest, Triple X State of the Union, Van Helsing, Galaxy uh, Quest. Jurassic Park, The Lost World, AI, and Terminator 3. And he had also been on, uh, oh, what was that, um, BattleBots show on Comedy Central. He was a uh, runner-up on one of the seasons and was briefly ranked, uh, or I guess for a time was ranked number one on the show. But I think most of America, most of, you know, I don't know how far that show spread internationally, but uh, knew him as the engineer on Mythbusters. He always seemed like a real nice guy, you know, hmm. always, you know. As it seemed yeah. like the hosts, you know, would sometimes go at loggerheads with each other. But Grant always seemed like a nice, happy-go-lucky sort. And it's really sad to see that he's, uh, you know, no longer with us. You just never know. Yeah. It's mm. terrible. He, um, I, 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 right now I'm reading a couple of things I saw that because um, I saw some stuff can be affected in the brain through COVID. I wonder mm. if he had any... You know, if he was you know already prone to having an aneurysm in his family from something else, or if he had something that caused it, or made it happen sooner than it than it maybe would have, or um, because infections can cause aneurysm as well. Yeah. Uh, so there's just so many there's so many different things that can cause it. It's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. He used to be walking down the street and had a blood clot he didn't know about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he had, yeah he was always entertaining on the show. I, I think that him and that girl had. Uh, some chemistry on the show too. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so it, I don't know. It was uh, he was a good entertainer. And uh, I have to, sorry for his family. That's um, that's a rough rough thing to go through. Yeah, that's it's really too bad. Yeah, I I, uh, I honestly did not watch a whole lot of MythBusters to be completely straight funky with y'all. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I, I you know I've seen the show uh, and I know I know who this host is. But I did not really watch a whole lot of that show. Um, but, you know, I know that that show hit and touched a lot of lives and touched a, a lot of people um, that are diehard Mythbusters, Mythbusters fans. And, um, yeah, it sucks that he uh, it's, it's terrible news that he uh, he passed the way he passed. It's, it's aneurysms are scary because it's, it's just like yeah. there's no. <clears throat> It's almost as if there's no real signs of things that, you know, to pre- like no preventative things that you can do to stop from something like that from happening. Um, just one day you're here, the next day you're gone, you know, um, yeah. and that's just uh, it's terrible. It's terrible news. Terrible news. Yeah. Adam Savage, the, uh, the guy from Mythbusters, he wrote on Twitter, I'm at a loss, no words. I'm in part of two big families with Grant Imihara uh, over the last 22 years. Uh, Grant was a truly brilliant engineer, artist, and performer, but also just such a generous, easygoing, and gentle person. Working with Grant was so much fun. I'll miss my friend. Mm. So RIP. Yeah, most definitely. Man, you know, and this is what I was saying uh, on yesterday's show. We need some, like, just some good news up in this piece, man. Like, just... I'm, I'm saying in general, there's so many sad stories. I mean, I guess that's how the news 
lives, right? Um, that's how the, the, the news survives, is just off of bad news. But it's, um, it's just terrible that, um, you know, we're just consistently hearing about people passing, you know, um, and, and, and of course, everything from uh, Black Lives Matter to the coronavirus to everything that's surrounding all the bad things that are going on right now. Um, you know, I would love to hear some good news for for a change. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, uh, this person just cured cancer. You know what I mean? Or, hey, this person just found the way to cure the Rona. You know what I'm saying? It's like, really? Dope. You know what I'm saying? Wait, there's a there's a cure and we don't have to inject ourselves with any weird ass vaccine? Bet. You know what I mean? Uh, it would be great to hear that kind of stuff. But um, unfortunately, we're just going to have to uh, sit it out and wait for things to actually uh, present themselves in a way. I'm patiently waiting, though. Tom, what are you going to say? Yeah. Well, it just seems like, you know, with everything shut down, the only the only kind of news that doesn't take a holiday is bad news. I mean, people are going to die whether there's a shutdown or not, but it's kind of hard to find good news when everybody's stuck in their home, not able yeah. to do much. So, yeah, man. Tragedy doesn't take any holidays. Yeah, unfortunately. So there's a comet that's flying by that you can look out and see over the next few days. Oh, yeah. The first one that's coming by that's in our visibility in the skyline ever after 6,800 years. Hmm. So it survived its passing by of the sun this time again. I guess they think at some point in time it's just going to be eaten up. I don't know. <laughs> by the way, by the way, that reminds me. Don't you remember a few months back whilst being locked up? Didn't we talk about a asteroid? Uh -huh. Of some sort blazing by. It was supposed to fly by. Did it ever fly? Like, no one ever did. talked about. It. So it did, obviously, because we're uh -huh. still on this planet. It didn't hit the, it didn't hit right. Earth. So that's good. We're still alive. But did that ever pass by? We never, I yeah. never heard anything else about it after that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, it, it did. But it's like, you know, it's one of those things that's where it's like, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of miles away which was still like the closest it's been it's still too close for comfort i guess yeah <laughs> uh but you know it's a um that was one that one that was pretty big that one was like the size of like a like a large like skyscraper or something like that mm. uh, and mm. you know you don't want to hit you you know it's uh <laughs> especially a direct hit that would just be bad luck yeah it, you know it, but they said that even with the dinosaurs i think the reason why it was so bad is because of where it hit and so then it released um i think nitrogen uh into the air uh, and so that's uh if it would have hit anywhere else we, the dinosaurs might have still been living so hmm. it's pretty interesting there might be been darkness for a few days but <laughs> Interesting, yeah. interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you know didn't didn't hit us. I'm happy about that. I'll just say that. Yeah, Neowise. That's the name of the new comet that's going by. Neowise. That's a weird name. Mm -hmm. That's that's very that's very matrixy. Neo yeah. Neowise. Neowise. Neowise or Neowise. Neowise with a W. Ooh. Yeah, Neowise. Mm. I, I know kung fu. Whoa! <laughs> Show me. 
<laughs> again. Um, anyway, we're not going to we're not going to geek out on, on Matrix right now. Um, I swear to God. Uh, here's the, here's well, the uh, tomorrow show. <laughs> well, yeah, that's another show. <laughs> Tomorrow's show is nothing but Matrix talk. Anyway, um, totally kid. I, I, I'm totally kidding. Anyway, uh, there is something. Yeah, the Truman trope, the tr- Truman quote is actually in case I don't in case I don't see you. Good afternoon. Good evening and good night. Just so yeah, you know. Right. Yes. Yes. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I can't believe I forgot about that. But anyway, uh, Neo Y stands for Near Earth Object Wide Field Infrared Survey Explorer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Huh. That is so why, man. Why? Why? We got to do an acronym for it, but it's got to be the, the longest acronyms of acronyms. Like, what the hell is this? Oh, my God. That's stupid. Just call it a asteroid and call it a day, man. Yeah. And what would a government be without their their acronyms? <laughs> oh man. Oh wow. And uh Tanovane said, um, you can see Neo Wise passing by this week from nine forty five to ten PM Eastern Standard Time. He said, I'm going to, he also said, I'm going to go try to spot it. Um, most Americans should be able to see it. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's something dope. Very I mean, cool. that's kind of cool. Like being able to see something like that, just, you know, a comet flying by, Yeah. you know, Ooh, space. But then that's the other thing. It's like, I know there's a lot of people that ha- have always thought like, oh, these asteroids aren't really asteroids. They're actually like aliens or there's aliens flying behind the asteroid. I don't know. You know how these, you know, the, 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 it's just a projection. It's just a projection. Just like this whole world, this whole thing is a projection. We are living, literally living a simulation. Apparently, apparently we literally are living in a matrix. Speaking of matrix, hmm. useless knowledge. No, literally hmm. that's what they say, or that's what they're, that's a theory that we are literally living in a simulation. Hmm. Just say okay. So the Matrix actually was not a movie, but it was an actual like event. It's a documentary. <laughs> it's a documentary. Yeah, yeah, it's a documentary. I'd like, I'd like to see the Matrix done like documentary office style, where it's just like Neo <laughs> sitting in front of a beige wall talking about his powers. Hmm. That would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> then I learned kung fu. <laughs> then I learned kung fu. All the action just stripped out. It's just him like recounting it in front of a beige wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that'll be the other part of the show tomorrow <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know there is no spoon you know what I mean I think you'll re- watch all those movies me for the next three hours the next show will be me staring at a spoon trying to bend it with my mind <laughs> literally I mean you know if you're really thinking about it in certain ways like if you really think about it People always believe in manifestation, right? It's like, okay, I am going to be the biggest thing since sliced bread. Not everybody achieves that, but there are people who are out there that manifest those ideas and actually materialize those things. You know, like, like for example, perfect example. Funny that we're talking about uh, uh, Truman Show, but Jim Carrey, perfect example of somebody who said, I'm going to be a $20 million paid actor. He wrote a blank check, 
that he folded, put it in his wallet, carried it around with him every single day until that actual thing became a thing. You know, until it materialized as an actual check written to him for services rendered, right? Now, so there's a lot of people that believe that if you're able to manipulate this simulation that we live in, you could really get whatever the hell you want to a certain extent, of course, right? Mm. It's not like you're going to sit here and go, I'm going to turn myself into the Hulk. I mean, yeah, you could do that, literally. You know, you inject yourself with enough steroids and all that. I guarantee you, you could become the next Hulk, Hulk, a real life Hulk. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm going to have a successful business. I'm going to be the next Bezos. I'm going to have the next Amazon idea. I'm going to have whatever. I'm going to be a, a mogul of some sort. You know, um, there's a lot of people that believe that approach in life. That if you, you, if you allow yourself to think outside the box, you can achieve anything. And you can have all of your wildest dreams come true. And uh, it's, very, uh, it's very interesting. To me, I think it's very, uh, a very interesting concept. Because it is almost as if you are bending or manipulating the simulation that you live in. If you're able to manipulate it in some way... If you know how to play the simulation in a way, you can get what you want. I know this is kind of deep thought, deep thinking at 9.42 a.m. on a Tuesday, but hey, we're going to rev our engines up right now. You know, I don't know. Maybe it's the, 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 the veggie shake I had this morning. Maybe that's what it is. And it's just giving me some, uh, some brain food, brain fuel right now. But if you really think about it, I know that everybody sits there and goes, oh, no, you know, that that can't be possible. But um, if you really think about it. The power of manifestation. Can actually work. And it is in a way manipulating your own life simulation, whether this is a matrix or not, because we'll never know for sure. You know what I'm saying? Unless we take the blue pill. Isn't it the blue pill? It's the blue pill that he takes, right? The red pill. It's the red pill. Sorry, my bad. The red pill. You know, unless we take the red pill. See this. See how much much I know. Uh, (laughs) Say that again. I'm sorry. What do you say? What happens if you take both of them? Bruh, (laughs) that'd be funny if he's just like, let me take, (laughs) and and and, uh, Morpheus is like, no, (laughs) oh, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, you're about to get all jacked up. Oh God. Two people just, he suddenly gets sucked back into where he is, but at the same time, he's <laughs> out of where he is. I don't know. Anyway, that would have been wild. Uh, but if you really think you just about it, it. I think if you take both of them, you just get an erection that lasts longer than six hours. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's- <laughs> it won't go down. It <laughs> nothing, won't nothing go else down. Happens, that. <laughs> Somebody help me. <laughs> I've rubbed it raw. I've rubbed it raw. <laughs> it won't go down. The only time a man will ever cry about an erect, his own erect penis is <laughs> when it's up for six hours nonstop. That, is t- that sounds like a nightmare. That is a nightmare. 
Um, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, is if you really try to manifest, if you really believe in manifestation, if you really exercise those things, you can really get what you want. Um, and it's all about manipulating. You know, it's all about the manipulating, the man manipulation of your own reality in a way. Um, and some people might think you're crazy, but wait till you get to the finish line. Then you ask them who is crazy. That's what I think about that. It, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating concept. It really is a fascinating concept, you know, and True. there is no right answer. There is no definitive breakdown of it all. But at the same time, it's just something, you know, it's just something. Anyway, just thought it was interesting. <laughs> hey, whatever, you know, brain fuel, just pumping through the brains right now. That's all I got to say. Anyway, what else is going on? What other, what other piece of news that we could talk about for like 15 more minutes before we jump into a break? All right. We got a uh, White House is turning more on Dr. Fauci. Uh, oh, we're going Monday. there already, huh? Wow. Okay. Let's get it. Yeah. Damn, uh, man. Yeah. Yesterday, Chuck Woolery, or yesterday, Donald Trump Chuck retweeted uh, Chuck Woolery, of all people. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Woolery said in the quote, everyone is lying. Uh, Woolery's tweet attacked not just the media and Democrats, but the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and most doctors that he said we are, quote unquote, pulled to trust. I think it's all about the election and keeping the economy from coming back, which is all about the election, said Chuck Woolery. Now, for those of you who are under 70 years old, Chuck <laughs> Woolery doesn't just sell lubed catheters during commercial breaks. He also used to host uh, The Love Connection, yes, which we'll was be... a show that was on before 1983, I think. Yes, we'll be but... back in two and two. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah you must have seen reruns like me. Yep. Oh, hail <laughs> to the yeah, I did. All actors <laughs> acting like they're in love. It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I mean, this has kind of been ongoing for a while, but the kind of uh, the, the butting heads between Dr. Fauci and Donald Trump continues as, you know, Trump has said, you know, Trump did say, he said, I have a very good relationship with Dr. Fauci, a very nice person. I don't always agree with him. But uh, Peter Navarro, who's a top White House trade advisor who's been working on the coronavirus effort, was a little less... Uh, conciliatory he said he has a good bedside manner with the public but he has been wrong about everything i have ever interacted with him on so there's that <laughs> that that's donald trump's senior trade advisor but i mean dr fauci what he's been in this job for how long i mean this is his life's work is studying infectious diseases and uh yeah i'm sure it doesn't make him very happy that you know, his suggestions are being questioned or just thrown aside. Yeah. Um, by people more concerned about the economy than public health. Yeah. Um, and I'm reading here uh, in a comment here. Uh, Tanovane just said Trump is wearing a mask now, too. Is that true? Yeah. I, I haven't seen yeah. him wear a mask. Yeah. That's, oh. Uh, 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 um, interesting. Uh, and it, he also said it hasn't seemed to encourage other people, though. And that's true. No. 
I mean, I, I've yet to see anything of that sort. But he's wearing a mask. Man, somebody send me a photo of him wearing a mask because I don't believe that ish at all. Like, real talk, I don't believe that at all, bruh. Like, mm. at all. I, I have it. yet to see yeah. it. Yeah, man. I've seen a few pictures. I don't man. know if it was a ploy. Now, now like I got a, a, photo, a photo op. Now I got to look this up. I'm going to look this up because that, that don't make no sense. Let's see. Oh, damn. This is two days ago. Was Trump caught wearing a mask below his nose? That's what, <laughs> that's what Snopes.com just put up mm. 20 hours ago. Hold up. I, I'm sorry. I'm just pulling this up. A veteran group condemns Trump after, after mask photo op at Walter Reed Military Hospital. Mm. Oh, bollocks. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. He was at Walter Reed. And then that was probably... I know there had been some hospital he visited a while back. Was it a hospital or was it a manufacturing plant where they said, I guess a manufacturing plant where they said you had to wear masks and he opted not to. But I, yeah, I would assume Walter Reed is like, Oh, there it is. I assume Walter Reed is like, we don't care if you're the president, you're wearing a mask in here. Yeah. That is a full on presidential mask for shelf to show. That is not, that is not fake news. Everybody. That is him in a mask. He's finally, he's finally into it, I guess, which is confusing to me because he's so, it's confusing to me because he's still sitting here going, everything's fine. He's still saying that. He's still saying that the numbers ain't ish and Fauci. And of course, you know, the White House is, as you just said, uh, Tom, is, is kind of going back on everything that Fauci is saying. So why is he wearing a mask if everything's fine? Right. Well, I think I think most people, you know, are under the assumption. That, well, I mean, most people that are looking at this objectively, let's say that, are wondering if uh, Trump oh. isn't going off on Fauci because he wants the economy to open more quickly so that the economy isn't in the toilet when he's when November rolls along. Mm. So. I'm also seeing that there's a whole thing that's saying that Fauci is part of the deep state. And he is a deep state doctor. Right. That is, uh, and that is uh, connected within QAnon, uh, that he's there to um, take down the president's agenda, stymie any type of change that would be towards that agenda, um, and that he's there to, you know, distract from Trump. Well, apparently uh, they're saying that uh, Ducky Momo just said uh, he put it on when he was visiting a hospital. So maybe he had maybe that was just a criteria that he had to wear it while he was in the hospital. Um, Yeah. Even even if somebody was even if somebody was hardcore going, we're fine. You're walking into a hospital with people who possibly have like it it could be heavily saturated in that hospital with the Rona. I'd wear a mask, too. Even if I was sitting there going, nah, you know, we're fine. The numbers are fine. All that. You're not going to you're not going to throw yourself in the in in the middle of it without putting on some sort of protection for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like if he's outside, I guarantee you, like when he's doing his press conferences, et cetera, et cetera, he's not going to be wearing a mask. But if you walk into a hospital, you for damn show you're going to be wearing a mask. I don't care if you are sitting there going, everything's fine. We're fine. I don't understand why everybody's thinking that we're not. We're not fine. 
guarantee you're going to wear that when you walk into a hospital, no matter if you're if things are fine or not. So they might have caught him wearing a mask, but that don't mean nothing. I, I'd rather I would love to see him wearing that mask out in public, which I don't think will ever happen. Hospital makes sense, makes total sense. Outside of that, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> I'm waiting. I will wait to see what's going on. Um, now, uh, Enemy Nation just said uh, Fauci had uh, had to have armed security because he was wrong so much. Now, is that true? That's what I'd like to know. If that's absolutely 110 percent true, you know, uh, Fauci believed the um, World Health Organization. He believed the the WHO at first. And I think that messed him up. They flip flopped constantly. Now, here's the thing. Let me let me just respond to that really quick. The flip flopping. Right now, I'm not trying to defend anybody. I'm not trying to get this into. I'm not trying to wax political on this conversation right now. This is just purely going from the gut. All right. If you have a brand new virus, right, that you don't know anything about. No one knows anything about. It's constantly changing. There's new news about it every day. Wouldn't the WHO bounce back and forth? Wouldn't they flip-flop? If they don't know it, and there's developing news every day, wouldn't there be flip-flopping? Wouldn't there be, wouldn't, shouldn't there be some sort of room for a little bit of error? A little bit of learning space? If they're just learning as they go and they're giving out that information, you see what I'm saying? Shouldn't they have a little bit of leniency? Not not a whole lot. I'm not sitting here saying bend all the way over. No, I'm just saying like, shouldn't there be some, just a tiny bit of understanding of like, this is a, a virus that we still don't know. We still don't know fully to this day. We're still learning new stuff. Isn't there room for some sort of human error? Just a tiny bit. What do you guys think? Uh, I mean, I still always think that we should uh, lean on the person that's been dealing with viruses his entire life. And yeah. Not an old game show host that became so, president somehow? <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Oh, I thought you were talking about Chuck Woolery. I'm like, is he running for president? Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean... Either one. Yeah, either one, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just as a... You know, again, we're, we have an administration that wants to undermine science. We have an administration that has a religious agenda and would like to stray away from science interfering with that agenda. And the you know, the support that is there for it is immense. Yeah. And I am seeing here that Anthony Fauci did have security detail. That was after Trump supporters threatened to kill him. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he does have security detail because Trump's stupid followers are threatening to kill a 79-year-old man because he disagrees with their cult leader. I mean, president. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I don't know. There's just, uh, there's no right answer to this whole situation in a way because, Everyone's making, we, like I said, we don't have full answers yet. We're still waiting on answers. No answers have been 
made yet, yet everyone's an expert, which is, um, which is very, you know, frustrating in a way, you know, and it's, it's just kind of like, Hey, you know, we, we, we need to figure out what the right thing is for right now. And I hate, you know, if it means that we got to, if it means that they have to go back to the drawing board in a way, then they go back to the drawing board. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's got to be a way to find and figure out a, a right way of doing this and figuring things out. But like I said, everybody, everybody, a lot of people feel like the world should be run a certain way. Uh, and everyone has, everyone's a critic and everyone has a solution to the problem. And, uh, it's frustrating, you know, it, it's frustrating when you, like I said, if, and I agree with Jack, you know, in a way it's like, hey, why don't we just step back and let the people who have been dealing with diseases all their lives talk about it and figure it out and, and, and tell us what the right thing to do is, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, obviously, we're, it's just something that we have to figure out. Now, one thing uh, I just saw, Mr. T12, good morning, my brother. Um, he said, uh, there's, a, uh, YouTube, uh, there's a YouTube documentary uh, claiming Fauci and Gates are behind this far left wing conspiracy to control the world using this virus. Now, we have, we have definitely talked about uh, conspiracy theories with the, the coronavirus conspiracy theories. We definitely can talk about this right quick. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's a far, far, far conspiracy theory. All right. I think it's a, it's a, a wild idea. But, you know, there are a lot of people that do feel exactly what, what Mr. T12 just wrote in that comment. Guys, what do you think on that, too? I mean, it's been disproven a million times over by a million different people. I mean, I've got a whole PolitiFact article on here that's about 10 pages long that shoots down this conspiracy theory. Mm. I haven't really had a chance to rule it or to, to read it yet. But pretty much every fact-checking organization from PolitiFact to Snopes to Reuters to everyone is like, yeah, this is fantasy land, stupid person stuff. So, yeah, you know. Um, you know, and Tano Vane also said um, in a comment, because I just missed this. So sorry, guys. Um, but uh, they need to be more conservative. Uh, more places could have closed off transports from China. And if people weren't told it wasn't airborne repeatedly, it would have slowed the spread a lot. Uh, also, the WHO's uh, insistent on ventilators, which ter uh, also the ins the WHO's insistent insistence on ventilators, ventilators, which turned out to not help when UV purification seems to be more effective in helping the lungs. Huh. Now. Hmm. Now, now the thing is, is like, I'll, I'll say this. Yes, in the very beginning, they're like ventilators, ventilators, ventilators. We need them. We need them. We need them. Right now. The thing is, is. Do you not trying to justify anything here, but I'm just going to point something out. If that is entirely like, you know, because I do remember, I do understand that uh, uh, that the ventilators apparently is not something that is helping, uh, tr not tremendously helping in a way. 
Um, and they said, oh, wait, wait, maybe, you, know, you see what I'm saying? There's, there's human error. There's got to be room for a, like a learning curve, if you will, um, because they're still learning this thing. They're still trying to understand this disease, this, this virus. So if this happens and they say, oh, wait a second, all this time we thought it was ventilators. Actually, we need, you know, we see that UV purification is helping uh, with, with the lungs. There's got to be an understanding of like, there's still, this whole situation is where we're ba they're basically shooting from the hip. Now, I understand that that might not be the best thing. That might not be, um, that might not be the best solution or the best excuse for their errors. But at the same time, I still leave room for understanding that they're still learning this thing. You see what I'm saying? Like they're still learning about this thing. There is no right answer until they actually have a right answer. And there's a lot of experimentation. There's a lot of trial and error. I don't know. Guys, what do you think real quick? I mean, yeah, I mean, the guidelines put out first and you test the guideline based off of all the previous interactions with a similar virus. If that doesn't work, then you change the route that you have to go. Uh, but ventilators have saved thousands of people, but it may not be the best treatment for long term. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, there's people that are having respiratory failure that need to go on to a ventilator. And uh, now as they have learned more things about it, there's other ways to treat it. So, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, Pascal. I mean, to... It's a trial and error as you go along, but you use the best your best judgment based off of previous interactions. And if they're not willing to change it up, then that's a problem, right? <laughs> right. Tommy Boy, what do you think <clears throat> real quick before we go into a break? Uh, I, look, I don't know anything about this. I'll be the first to admit my own ignorance. I, I've failed many, many science classes. That's why I <laughs> tend to listen to scientists about this and not Chuck Woolery. That's that's kind of where I'm coming from. I, I'm smart enough to know I'm dumb at science, so I won't listen to the lube catheter man. I'll listen to Dr. Fauci, who spent an entire lifetime studying infectious diseases. Gotcha. That's basically my thoughts on all this. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm a doctor like a lot of these morons that you know are second guessing Fauci. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <clears throat> You know, and uh, like I said, you know, I, I think that there's got to be uh, room for error, trial and error. Um, they're still learning these things. They're still trying to figure things out. And uh, and I feel like once they get a full answer and a, a right way of getting things done, I think that, that there'll be a different there'll be a different approach. There'll be a different. It'll be a different situation. And uh, hopefully there won't be as much debate about the virus um, at all, you know. But anyway, we got to go into a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. Hey, welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button down below, of course. And if this is your first time checking out this show, please Hit that subscribe button as well. It would really, really mean a lot. Shortly, we're going to be jumping into our Let's Talk segment. 
Of course, like I always say, um, definitely, please, uh, when it comes to the uh, the segment, it's going to be um, now, hopefully, uh, by the way, sorry, the, the Internet has been acting a little funky uh, today, and hopefully everything will be back to normal here uh, very, very shortly. It looks like everything's going to be it's it's kind of going in and out. I'm just going to be completely honest. So hopefully it stays with us. But like I said, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button uh, and hit that subscribe button down below. We will be going into our Let's Talk segment here very, very shortly. Uh, I'm just still waiting on my boy Jack. He just I guess he went to use the uh, use the restroom for a second, um, but he will be back here hopefully very shortly. But anyway, um, I appreciate all the conversation that's going on down below. Um, it really does mean a lot. Uh, you know, uh, this is the time to, uh, come in and talk about these things. Cause this is what we need to talk about. Um, now why don't we have, why don't we talk about something short, um, before we jump into this, Tom? Yeah. Well, uh, I think we got one left here. Yeah. Let's, let's, um, let's jump into it. And here, I think we'll extend an olive. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Uh, China has announced corresponding sanctions against the United States on Monday after Washington penalized senior Chinese officials over treatment of Uyghur Muslims in the uh, Xinjiang re region. Uh, they, the United States has put sanctions on some high-ranking Chinese officials over uh, human rights abuses related to Uyghur Muslims, which we've talked about on the show in the past, uh, forced labor camps uh, and trying to eradicate their culture. Uh, but China has come back and they've put, uh, uh, sanctions on senators, Ted Cruz and Senator Marco Rubio and representative Chris Smith, um, for their efforts to hold China accountable. Now, this is one of those rare instances where I'm going to stick my neck out for Republicans, even Ted Cruz. I think that this is something that should be talked about a lot more is, the treatment of Uyghur Muslims in uh, in China. I mean, we were talking earlier about how there were some weaves found in New York that were uh, said to be made by uh, Uyghurs in these forced uh, forced labor camps. But I mean, they there was a Guardian article that came out over the weekend that was implicating Amazon and Apple and. Basically, you name a big company that relies on manufacturing, and they basically said, yeah, they, they use forced labor to make their products. So, hmm. yeah, Ch China hasn't really said what these sanctions will do. They just said that they have sanctions on Rubio, Cruz, and Smith. But, you know, they had sponsored le legislation to hold China accountable for these human rights abuses. Th this was bipartisan legislation, but it was sponsored by Cruz and by Rubio. Um, but yeah, the Chinese Communist Party has been lashing out at just about anybody. They've lashed out at Australia for offering to take in uh, people from Hong Kong that don't want to live there anymore because mm -hmm. of the oppressive regime. Uh, they've, they've, you know, threatened Australia because Australia wants a full accounting of how China handled its initial COVID outbreak. I mean... China, China is uh, kind of getting attacked by all sides right now, rightfully so. 
um, for their human rights abuses in Hong Kong, with the Uyghur Muslims, with their response to the COVID outbreak. They're getting a lot of criticism, and their response has been to uh, do this sort of thing, kind of, you know, go back on people calling them out on stuff. Yeah. So, again, there's no real understanding of what these sanctions mean. It may just be bluster, but I thought, given our last segment, I'd extend an olive branch to our Republican friends and say we're in agreement on this issue that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, China needs to be called out on these abuses. Yes. Uh, and thank you for that information, man. You know, um, you know, <laughs> it's nice to hear you say something on the along the lines of like, hey, Republicans, I'm with you on this one. Hey, you know what I mean? Um, that's that's really uh, great stuff uh, for sure. On this one. Yes. On this one. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll take it. Uh, I will take one. it. I'll take it. Just one. Anyway, we got to jump into this. It is time for Let's Talk. And in today's Let's Talk, we got a thing. We're going to be opening up the lines to have a conversation here, guys. And of course, we have a question that we're going to talk about, but I'm going to give you guys the breakdown of how we're going to do this piece, okay? So I'm going to ask the question. I'm going to throw it around the room for us to to kind of do a little bit of a deep dive, a little bit of a conversation about it, get everybody's opinions, and then I will open up the lines to have the conversation, okay, to hear from you guys, from the fam right off the bat, right here live on the show. So the question is, what are your thoughts on the death penalty being reinstated at the federal level? There's a reason why we're talking about this. This is something that just recently happened. Jack's got the story. So I'm going to throw it over to Jack before we open up the phone lines. Here we go. Speak on it, Jackie. So, yeah, I mean, after 17 years, the federal execution... Uh, law has gone back into effect. Uh, there was some uh, court delays for a day there. Uh, uh-oh. My computer's turning off. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. There we go. Well. Okay. Tom, do you <laughs> do you have a little bit of this story? I have a little bit. I, yeah, I don't let, have as much as Jack has. I understand. Uh, but, I mean, just in case if he completely just dips out on us um do you have a little bit of the story yeah yeah the government on tuesday carried out the first federal execution in almost two decades uh they put to death a man and uh who killed a family in arkansas in the 1990s uh he killed them as part of a plot to uh build a whites only nation in the pacific northwest uh so daniel lewis lee who murdered an arkansas family in the 90s was put to death in Terre Haute, Indiana, uh, by lethal injection yesterday, or I guess, yeah. Yes. Or this morning, I mean. Yeah. So. Uh, it, uh, yeah, it was this morning. Um, now for my, under- excuse me, for my understanding, uh, he was, uh, let's see, he was convicted of, well, he was, uh, obviously executed for torturing, killing and uh, torturing and killing an Arkansas family in 1996, um, and he's been in jail for over 17 years or no, not 17 years. Sorry. Um, it, it's the first federal execution in 17 years. Um, but he was, uh, thrown in jail in, uh, 1990, uh, 1997, if I'm correct. Um, mm. and, uh, yeah, so this is, 
this is a crazy, uh, this is a very interesting story. Um, obviously, this morning at 8.07 a.m., uh, he was injected with a lethal dose of pentobarbital. Don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, something lethal, let's just be real. And uh, so the, uh, the Supreme Court greenlit the first federal execution since it's the first one since 2003. So, of course, you know, we we were talking about this and obviously I'm going to try to buy some time because this is this is really um, Jack's conversation, Jack's story. So hopefully he'll hop on here fairly soon. But I guess the, the my question that I had with to him was and maybe Tom, maybe you can help me out with this. Um, federal executions. Now, why? Why now? You know, why, why hasn't it been, why has it been 17 years since they've done it? And why are they deciding to implement it now? That is something I don't know. There well, we go. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to have to wait for Jack to come on. Damn, damn. Damn. Anyway, um, so, you know, I, I now the, the, there's obviously an ongoing question, an ongoing conversation in regards to, you know, uh, the pe- death penalty in general, you know, whether you're for it or against it, w- you know, it, what your thoughts are on it in the first place. But the fact that they are doing it on a federal level is. Uh, is surprising uh, to me, uh, and apparently they're doing this more here. And, and so, Jack. He's back. Continue with the story real quick. We did talk about it a little bit, but my question, I guess, is um, I'm just going to throw this question out. Federal, the, uh, you know, executions on a federal level. Why are they doing it now? Why are they implementing it now when they haven't done it in 17 years? Jack. Uh, because Trump wanted to bring it back. Uh, and by doing so, he can display his power. <laughs> like, I mean... <laughs> Really, I mean, I don't. I mean, why? Why okay. do they need it? The states, the states that well, do it. There's, uh, there's 62 people that okay. are still sitting on on death row. Uh, so there's people that have been convicted of a crime, have been sentenced to death, that are just sitting there. And so, as some people would say, that you know, that's not, you know, uh, justice. Uh, having them rot in prison is not justice. They want to see them actually be be dead. And the, you know, and that is a big thing. Is that some people have been pushing for it to come back so that that those people can be put to death uh and as you've seen law and order is the all caps you know tweet that he put out nine hours ago you know the was that before or after he uh commuted stone sentence that was after oh okay i just want to make sure the iron is law and order okay gotcha yes (laughs) yeah and well i mean okay so so here it is i mean let, let let's take out let's just take out the trump just take his name out of it I'm just asking on a on a on a federal uh, on uh, on a uh, just a base level outside of Trump and his own agenda and all that. Why suddenly now? I mean, you know, obviously there's more than just Trump involved. So let's just push him out of the, the picture for a second. What is the reason why suddenly now this is being implemented? Because I understand that there's other executions lined up as well now. And so that's what I want to know, because obviously there's state. There's been state executions. Why is it now suddenly federal? Why has it gone to the federal level now? You see what I'm saying? 
That's what I'd like to know. It just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, and, and I know I had my stupid question this morning, like, what's the difference? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are they going to do? Like federal executions, they're going to what, hang them by their feet or something like that? A firing squad? Like what, what's the difference? You know, um, and so I want to know that as well. What is the difference between fate, uh, between fate, between state and federal execution? You see what I'm saying? Like they can just overpower any state. They can overrule any state that might be uh, trying to defend somebody or stop somebody from getting executed. Is that what it is? Do they have the uh, lack of a better term trump card in regards to that? Now, I know I'm playing. I know I'm asking stupid questions, but hey, this is just I'm sure general public has the same questions as well. So, Jack. So attorney Barr has said about a year ago that he planned on reinstating the death penalty and that he said that he was representing the families and that it was not giving them justice by not allowing for these things to move forward. And so, you know, big argument in the courts have been that it's unconstitutional uh, for a lot of these ways that the death penalty goes down. Uh, and so, you know, but uh, since 1973, more than 165 people have been exonerated from being wrongfully convicted and sentenced to death. Um, so but as of right now, there's 62 people that are sitting on death row at federal level. Hmm. Hmm. And so I think it's part of the administration's goal is was to get it back and, and to act and to, yeah. you know, reinstate it. I'm seeing where, yeah, there hadn't been a federal execution since 2013. And then in 2014, following uh, the botched state execution in Oklahoma, uh, President Barack Obama directed the Justice Department to conduct a broad review of capital punishment and issues surrounding lethal injection drugs. And then last July, uh, that review uh, was completed and Attorney General Barr said that that now clears the way for continued executions. So they are going to, I yeah, they're going to, I think, probably pick up the pace on these federal executions and executions in general moving forward. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like they're really, I mean, they got a list already of other people that are lined up for execution. And it looks like they're just going to start, like, knocking these things out uh, here fairly shortly um, and I'm not, and, and so I guess the, 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 ongoing question is, um, an enemy nation. Thank you so much. The federal government can't overrule, overrule any state. Um, the president is charged with executing the law. He can overrule any ex- execution along with federal courts. And, um, I'm sorry, Pascal, I have a phone call about my mom. I have to take oh, it. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Lone Ranger here. Um, so anyway, so I understand that those are the things that can be, that can happen, um, that can go down. Like, it's funny because right now I am literally by myself. Do you see that? Just, just, just alone up in this piece. And that's fine. Here it is. The question really remains, the question really goes down um, is, what are your thoughts in regards to the federal, um, like being the executions going on to a federal level? You know what I mean? So I'm going to open up the phone lines because I'd like to hear from you guys. Give us a call or give me a call since I'm by myself right now. 314-766-4581. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Um, It is definitely uh, something that we need to talk about. You know, Uh, now, obviously, what lies out there as well is 
where you stand on the death penalty in the first place, um, if you're for or against it. But now that they're going into it's going on to a federal level, that that changes quite a bit. That change that makes uh, that stirs the pot quite a bit here. So I'm curious about what you guys think. So definitely give me a call. 314-766-4581. Definitely drop a dime and give me a call and let me know what you think. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they all just jump ship, y'all. They all straight up just jump ship crazy right but it is what it is anyway definitely give me a call 314-766-4581 let me know what you think on this matel all right uh and i would love to know also if you're for or against or against the death penalty you know i'm on the fence about it to be really honest just in regards to the idea of the death penalty I think it really I think it really depends on the the seriousness of the crime. The the I mean I think that I don't know. I personally think that if you have tortured and sexually abused killed um innocent people, innocent children as well, I think there's a line there's a a moment for the death for the death sentence, in my personal opinion. Um, but at the same time, I, it just depends on how, how vicious the crime is. Um, but that's just me, you know? Uh, now, definitely, you guys can comment down below. I could see some of you guys are saying anti-death sentence for me. Um, even the military hasn't, done executions in over 60 years even though firing squad is still legal yeah from my understanding firing squad in some states is still an option for execution like that's crazy to think that instead of just lethal injection or or uh, uh electrocution that you can literally be standing there in front of a bunch of men with guns firing off a whole bunch of rounds into your body uh and I, I, as a as an as a choice of how you want to leave this planet uh it, it's crazy um it's scary to think of that you know um now definitely you know give me a call 314-766-4581 definitely let me know what you think on this uh because i i just want to know you know what i mean where you guys lie where does it lie for you guys? Is it something that you think is a good move, you know, on a federal level? Or do you think this is something that doesn't need to be happening at all? Um, the justice system is weighted against the innocent. Uh, so easy for a jury uh, for a jury to convict innocent people. See, and, that, and that's the other thing. Like, I understand, like. <laughs> or watching Waterworld on repeat. I feel you on that. That is torture enough. But here it is. There is, that is the ongoing question of if these people are actually, what if they're innocent, but then they are found guilty and I mean, if they're found guilty, but they're innocent, what, you know, then you're executing an innocent person. And that's unfortunate as well. Um, but then I don't know, 
too many questions like lie uh, that present themselves in regards to this. And, you know, I guess we're just going to have to see what how it comes out, how it falls all together. Uh, we got Tom back. Um, hope yes. everything's okay. Is everything all right? Yeah, that was just my sister calling. She's taking care of uh, my parents' cats while they're at the hospital. Okay. And she wanted to make sure she was giving them the right medication. So everything's good. Oh, okay. So it was just about cats? Yeah, it was about, about cats. cats? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just right. kidding. I'm just playing. Cats? Okay. No, that's fine. I'm just playing. Yes, cats. I'm just playing. I'm just totally playing. Um, I'm going to fix this because you're the one talking right now and, and Jack's not here. So, um, so anyway, what are your thoughts on it, uh, Tom? Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of the death penalty. Never have been. It's, you know, costs more than, you know, actually putting people in jail for life. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's just, it's, I think it's something, it's old world stuff. It's, you know, I say old world, except most of Europe doesn't really do executions anymore, but it, it, I don't think it really has a place in a modern civilized society. Hmm. I think if you could just put people in jail for life, I mean, the family, the, the family of the family that was murdered in Arkansas right. even said they didn't want this execution to go forward. They objected to it. So, you know, on whose behalf are they are they executing this man? Because it's not on behalf of the family. So understandable, but you know, uh, okay. So I'll say this: I believe in depends. It really depends on the severity of the crime. I think if mm. somebody is going out there and murdering several people, torturing and murdering several people in a barbaric fashion. I can see why somebody could get the death penalty. I know that's still a loss of a life, but he, he or she destroyed a family, destroyed people's lives, you know, that, that could have lived a wonderful and beautiful life. So mm -hmm. I believe in, it depends on, on the severity of the crime. Now, I understand that it's a little barbaric on that end, on the, on the other side, on the, uh, the law side. But at the same time, I don't know. If, if, if I was in those shoes, if I were in that family's shoes, I mean, I give them mad props and kudos to them for, for taking the godly route, you know, taking the high road. But part of me would not want to be able to know that that person's still on this planet. That's just me. You know, mm -hmm. I, I do not want to know that my child or my children or my family is still on this planet or is not on this planet, but this particular person who took their lives from them is still on this planet. To me, that is unacceptable. I just I don't I don't feel like even if I prayed on it and talked about it and spoke in tongues, Russian. No, 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 no. Still, I'm still going to feel that exact same way. We do have a phone call. Let's get this, shall we? Hey, you're on the mic with the Pascal show. What's your name and where you calling from? Hey, this is uh, David calling from Colorado. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for hey, calling in going? from Colorado. Oh, what was that? I said, thank you so much for calling in from Colorado. 
Um, happy to. Uh, I just had a few thoughts on the uh, execution. Like, I kind of agree with Tom here, but in general, I don't think there's in general, I think there is a place for executions because there are certain criminals that you can't rehabilitate, like people that are repeated child murderers and the like. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, you're not going to be able to rehabilitate that person. And in that case, I can see, like, an execution going through. But my problem with executions isn't necessarily the killing, but just the way it's handled in America. Since we spend a lot of money on holding people up before executions and there's repeated appeals. Rep- uh, and, um, like, it ends up basically just being partially a life imprisonment until maybe 30 years later when they finally line you up for the execution. And arguably, being killed is pro- might be better for some than being in prison because, you know, a lot of people will go down before they go to jail. Right. So, like, my thoughts is that this doesn't really accomplish anything right now because uh, it, it's, it, it's proven that it's not a deterrent. And death penalties aren't being given consistently for the same reason. So they kind of just don't have a real function other than to make a political statement for that individual execution, at least on the federal level, where it's not a common thing at all. I see what you're and, saying. Uh, hmm. I feel like there's a small population that might, that are on a death row that would probably be better at some sort of rehabilitation. Like people that are legitimately crazy might be able to recover those people, but at the very least, they might not be cognizantly responsible for all the things they do if they're, like, seriously messed up in their head. Mm-hmm. So, and, like, a lot of those people are the ones that get on death penalty as well as the innocent people, which shows that our court system just isn't reliable enough to decide who needs to be executed, even if executions are necessary. Mm. You got a good point there. Yeah, I, I agree I, entirely. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. And, and, you know, and... You know, I I appreciate you calling in first off. So um, thank you so much for calling in and and putting in your two cents, my brother. Thank you. No problem. All right. Stay blessed. Peace. Um, Now, he had a good point. He he most definitely had a good point there. Um, You know, like I keep saying, that's why I've been more on on the fence about everything, Uh, because, you know, you just. You never truly know um, what the agenda is. You know what what is the what's the reason behind it. You know what I mean. And so, um, so when it comes to that, yeah. it's it's very. Uh, you know, I see his point, and I, I mean, like I see both y'all point because you you said the same thing basically, uh, Tom, and uh, that's true. You know, I I think that there's a. I also do feel like it's it's a level of the ability to rehabilitate, you know, uh, if that person is going to be in jail for life, I don't know if still a part of me thinks on a, on an emotional level, uh, you know, unfortunately when it comes to this, because I keep thinking, okay, put myself in that, in the victim's shoes, in the family's victim's shoes. Right. And, I keep thinking there's no way that this person can fully, there's no way that there's, that somebody can fully rehabilitate someone who's a mass murderer like that. You see what I'm saying? Like then also at the same time, if they're going to spend life in jail, life in prison, how are they going to re- rehabilitate? You know, it's not like they're going to leave them there 
teach them the ways of the samurai in a way and let them out on, and be out there after, you know, after 15 years. Um, he's in there for life. Um, so that's why I keep saying that I'm on the fence about all this. You know what I'm saying? For sure. What do you take, Tom? Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's one of those. I mean, there, as Jack was saying, there have been so many people exonerated that have been on death row. And that, you know, it used to be the common argument on this was it's it's cheaper to put a man in jail for life because you avoid the appeal appeals process in that. And then people would always say, oh, well, let's cut down on the appeals process. But now you see all these people that have been wrongfully convicted and, you know, new evidence comes to light showing that they didn't actually commit the crime that they were on death row for and they've been released. So you need that appeals process because people are being wrongfully put in jail and put on death row. Um, but look, anybody can go look and see who the countries are that still have the death penalty. We're not in good company. These are not really, you know, outside of like a few. They're countries that you don't really want to be on the same list as. And every country has mass murders. Every country has child killers. Every country has people who can't be rehabilitated. But we're one of the few developed countries left on Earth that still does the death penalty. Yeah. It's not a good look. Um, and it's, it's pretty backwards. I think it's something that in a while we'll kind of look back on like slavery, be like, God, we really did that. Yeah. Like, true. I think it's one of those things where, you know, in the future people will be look back on it and, you know, it'll be a, a national shame. But I mean, look, I mean, you're looking at like Afghanistan, India, Nigeria, Iran, Kuwait, Zimbabwe, Libya, Thailand, Guyana, Uganda, Bangladesh, Iraq, Indonesia. But I mean, it's not really countries that you really think the shining beacon on the hill should be in the same category as, you know? Right. It, this is kind of backward stuff, antiquated stuff. Most of the most of the developed world has moved past executing people. We still like to do it because, you know, America. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. It doesn't really accomplish anything. Obviously, innocent people have been put to death through American executions. And I also don't think it looks really good when you're trying to say, hey, don't go out and murder people, but we're going to murder people as the government. Because, I mean, ultimately, that's what it is. You're murdering people. It's, it's government-sanctioned murder. And, and you know, So if you're going to try and cut down on that and say we're a peaceful country that doesn't agree with murder, maybe we should stop murdering people as revenge for murdering other people. Just a thought. You know, and that's a, that's a very good thought. That's a very, very good thought, um, for sure. Um, to me, though, it's like, all right, you still have evil on that uh, on this planet that's out here. They they kill somebody. You're throwing them in jail. Yes, it's terrible. Uh, yes, it's it's a terrible punishment to have them in you know life in prison because uh, prison can be torture in itself as well. Um, but at the same time, there's still that man or that woman that's still out here that's still out alive living their life when there are people that were victim to that person that don't right. get to have a life ever again. And that's the only but, issue. That's the only issue that I feel about it where it's but, like, where, but it's the where, only crime. It's the only crime we punish with an eye for an eye. I mean, if you go out and rape somebody, the punishment isn't, you're going to get raped back. If you go out and steal from somebody, 
Actually, not, if you go oh, to prison, we're going to steal from you back. Actually, if you, if go you to, beat somebody up, if you go to prison, it isn't you're, like you're, we're going to beat you up back. It's yep. just murder. Here it is. If you're going to like, here it is. Like with when it comes to sexual assault, um, yes. Uh, say you're a serial uh, rapist. You, when you go to prison, you're probably going to get. It's probably inevitable that you're going to be raped. Um, but that's not an officially sanctioned government rape. No, I no, absolutely. No, it's not. No, it's not. And that's the that's the reason why prison is such is terrible. That's why prison is terrible. It's scary. There's plenty of criminals, plenty of crazy people all locked up in one place in one place only. Um, now, I understand what you're saying. Ah, we got a call. Let me jump on this real quick. Hey, you're on the mic with the Pascal Show. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello, is this Pascal? Yes, this is. Yeah, this is... I'm calling from OKC, Oklahoma. What's up? Hey, I have a question. I totally disagree with the current dialogue. I see where you're coming from, Pascal, but totally not Tom. The reason oh, okay. the state kill, like, executes people is because the state has a monopoly on power, has a monopoly on, monopoly on violence. And so my question to Tom would be, if he's not willing to use the monopoly of the state's violence to have order, is what would he do with Hitler if they captured him in the bunker? Would That's he have gotten executed in Nuremberg? That's or is he, would he have been against that? Would he have tried to read Hebrew uh, with him and try to convert him? And, uh, what do you call it? Uh, rehabilitate him. I'm curious. Yeah, that's a very good question. You know what? Thank you so much for calling. We're going to answer that right now. Thank you so much for calling, my brother. Thanks, Pascal. All right. Peace. That's a very good question. That's a very, very good question. Hold on. Let me get your face back up here, brother. Hold up. (laughs) Multiple things, man. Juggling multiple balls all at the same time. Anyway, yes, that is a very good question. Somebody who's a mass murderer, somebody who is someone who is a tyrant, somebody who is a terrorist, somebody who is terrible like this. Hitler, uh, even enemy nation just said uh, bin Laden, uh, any any person that has done terrible, terrible acts of terror. Do they deserve to just live in, in, in life in prison or should they get the death? Is there certain lines that are OK and not OK? Speak on it, Tom. Let me let me hear this. I mean, I, I think I've said what I've said on this. I don't agree with executions. So you'd let Hitler live life in prison? I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what, what do you want me to tell you? No, no, no. I've said I mean, what I've said on it. I don't agree with government-sanctioned executions. Gotcha. That's, that's just that's my view. Gotcha. You can disagree with it. But oh yeah, no, no I, I totally disagree with it. I mean, obviously, you know that yeah. I totally disagree with it. I I most definitely think right. that somebody like that should not at all, one in any way, shape, or form, be on this planet. Should even be setting foot, being able to, able to breathe life. If you've done something as terrible as killing millions and millions of people, if you've tried to do a a, a, a xenophy, uh, uh, um, uh, 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 what's what's a z, z, why am I forgetting the word? Xenophobic, like a xenophobic uh, approach to annihilating an entire race of people. Um, Mm. Yeah, me, me don't like that very much. Me. So we're going to execute a lot of the founding fathers that killed off all the Indians. Well, I mean, 
<laughs> ah, okay. You know what? Here's the thing. If they were, uh, oh man, that I can't, I can't honestly answer that, the, you know, in a proper way. Uh, I just can't. I, 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 that's a very good question. It's a very good rebuttal. Um, but I also do think that it's a good answer. I mean, or it's a good question. It's a very good question. Um, no one is saying that what Hitler did huh. isn't the worst thing that's happened in, in modern the history, history of the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> atrocious. I just Absolutely. don't agree with the death penalty. Yeah, and I, I, I don't you, think, I just don't think killing more people is necessarily the answer. That isn't to say I think Hitler should be allowed to like go about and live his life as a free man. I think he should be yeah. imprisoned. I don't think his he should be able to ever be allowed to speak publicly again. All that kind of stuff. The, he should be locked up. But the only thing I, I say this, the only thing I say in rebuttal to that, okay, is imagine let's just let's just play this real quick. Let's just say America or whoever captured Hitler. All right. He's living his life a lifetime in prison. Don't you think that he would be doing something or, or he's still a symbol in a way. He is still a symbol to a certain amount of people that still believe in his thoughts and his, and his, uh, his opinions and all that. You don't think that there would be people trying everything they can to get him out, that he could still rule within a way encased in prison so much that he could cause an uprising so that those people who still believe in him still think about his views, still believe in his thoughts and his, his writings and all that go out there and go and they could try to infiltrate, break in. I mean, he still could be running and, and influencing a large amount of people, an army of people. If he was still on this planet, I say execute his ass. Hold up. We do have a, a, a phone call. Let me get this real quick. Hey, you're on the mic with the Pascal Show. What's your name and where you're calling from? Pascal, it's me again. Oh, uh, the guy who just asked the Hitler question. What's up, man? I've been listening, and I'm, I'm just curious. Tom would let Hitler go and put him in jail. Does he not see like uh, existential threats? Like, look, hey, Pascal. Let's say we live in the slave days, right? Mm -hmm. Would you kill your owner to get freedom? Like, that's where I'm like, what, what limit does a non uh, capital murder. What, 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 when would Tom use capital punishment? Never use. That's your answer. Never. never. I'd, I'd never use it. We have prisons. Why? It's so, fine. What about terrorists that are trying to kill us? Like we have plenty of terrorists in jail that have killed us. We we have plenty so, of terrorists what, what, that are living out in ADX Florence in Colorado where you live, where they they actually we have nine eleven hijackers that are like a gangbanger. Right. So there are people out there that are violent, that are on drugs, and sometimes they try yeah. to do crazy things. So yeah, you they have do no, that. You're not trying to kill anybody. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to kill anybody. You got it. Pascal, you you nailed you it right on the head. Pascal, can you please play devil's advocate a little bit better? You seem to be centered on this instead of saying, hey, you come into my house, you know, I'm going to defend myself and probably kill you. No, I mean. If you make threats against. I mean, that makes no sense. Like, at what point do you defend yourself against uh, that sub against somebody that's trying to kill you? 
Hitler was trying to kill people, and but Tom just wants to throw him in jail. No, 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 no. hang on. You're, 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 you're twisting things here. If Hitler was still in power and commanding troops and moving troops and in charge of the Nazi army during World War II and was not surrendering, and we had an airstrike on him where we knew we could take him out, then in that case, yes. But if Hitler... If his, that, if his, hang, that. hang on, let me finish my sentence. If if Hitler is defeated, his army in ruins, and Germany is now being divided up between the Soviet Union and the United States, then in that instance, if we can, if in that instance we're able to take him in, prosecute him, and put him in jail, then yeah, I would say do that. But if we're still at war with him, and he's still commanding troops, still killing people, then yeah, if he dies in a, in a bombing, then that's war. But if he's captured, if his army's defeated, then, yeah, I would just put him in jail for life. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's a little bit more rational. Then you sounded like a complete pacifist there for a second. And I am a pacifist. And, uh, I believe you. But at least, I mean, at least uh, at some point you'll pick up a gun. But, I mean, I, I don't want own to clarify gun. things. <laughs> well, I mean, I totally Oklahoma's own guns. But uh, I enjoy the show. Uh, Pascal, I think you're going to play devil's advocate. My phone's dying, but I'm enjoying the show. Thank you, uh, brother. Please continue, guys. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. All right. So, you know, I see his point, you know, uh, and I totally agree. I mean, here it is. Uh, the dude should be executed. I mean, it, that just goes without saying, um, you know, no matter what. Well, it it uh, I doesn't just think, go without saying. I, I'll, I'll say it doesn't go without saying. Well, I mean, for you, it goes it, for you. It doesn't go without saying for me. It doesn't. It, it goes without saying. I mean, if the dude was in there killing multiple, multiple people, hell to the hell. Yeah, the dude should be dead. Him dead. In my personal opinion, him dead. I mean, we well, can, most of, course, of the developed world disagrees with you. See, now this is this is, no, hold up, hold up. Okay, so you say you say developed. Here it is. I understand developed world, but then I understand <laughs> right and wrong. And if you're going to go out and kill massive amounts of people, massive amounts of people, millions of people. Torturing millions of people, putting them in gas chambers, putting them, uh, torturing them uh, to beyond, uh, star uh, uh, starving them to death, uh, uh, you know, putting them in concentration camps, executing them, torturing them, doing multiple different things to, to a, a, a group of people. Barbaric and terrible things. And you're overseeing all of this? Hell yeah, you dead. And it doesn't matter if it's, Oh, it's an airstrike. Oops. No. You gone. Like, it's... You gone. If, you, if we catch you, and you're brought in to be put in court, why would they even put him in court? Because obviously he is guilty. Beyond guilty. He would get the harshest version of the death penalty in my mind. Now, I know that there's some people out there that believe, like James just said here, um, trying to find what he said. Hold on. Uh, now, I, I understand that some people think like what James Joseph just said. He said, what is, uh, what is worse, life in prison or sudden death? And now I can understand like life in prison could be torture as hell, too. If you're putting it in like one of the if you're putting Hitler in the most dangerous, most violent prison ever and he has to be stuck there for life i can see that being torture you know but at the same time 
Someone who has done something so barbaric, just for an example, that one person that has done something so barbaric, so inexcusable, so you can't even imagine the things that this man is that this man oversaw and was an advocate for. For him to just be sitting in a room where he gets three meals a day, a bed to lay on, and a pot to piss in does not sound like torture to me. Does I not just don't sound... think the government should be involved in torture in any way. Government being involved in torture is what creates Hitler. Hitler was government torture. Why should another government be allowed then to torture him? It, it shouldn't, it should, I mean, how, cruel and unusual punishment. You seem to be calling for cruel and unusual punishment. You're I'm, calling for torture from I'm, the government, I'm, which I'm, is not what we do in the United States. No, I'm calling for execution. I'm, I'm calling you for said execution. Torture. You, said, you said he's not going to be tortured in jail. He's, he's getting no. his three meals a pot to piss in. No, I mean, he's, that's what I mean. Like, he should get, he should, somebody like that should get executed. Period. I don't think that person should be able to have be able to breathe life. Doesn't matter if they're in a room in a in solitary for the rest of their life for the rest of their lives. I don't think that I don't think that the the punishment matches the crime at all. That's what I personally think. Dude going out here killing millions of people. Most definitely. He should be executed. So what's, what's the number where it goes from they should be in life in prison to death penalty? See now, what's, what's that number? You know, I don't have an answer for that. I don't. We're just talking about, we were just talking hypothetically about Hitler. So we're talking right. about Hitler. He's done millions and millions. He's killed millions and millions of people. It, it, that's, that goes without saying. I mean, come on. We already know about that part. You know? Uh, and that's what I said earlier. It's I feel like it depends on how vicious, how severe. I mean, I I, I feel like okay, one per killing one per. I don't know, man. I can't really answer from one person to like when is enough for for uh, a a death penalty, but. I do know well, that that's if it the was, stuff we'd have to figure out. <laughs> that's that is true. That is true. But I'll say this. A man who is killed, let, let's say allegedly, okay? A man who is allegedly the Daniel Lewis Lee guy, or Dan, Daniel Lee Lewis, Daniel Lewis Lee, um, who has killed a family of people, tortured and killed a family of people, yeah. to me, absolutely. absolutely. Well, then you're in disagreement with the surviving family. Yes, the family I, oh, doesn't I, want the guy killed. And, and like I said earlier, like I said earlier, that person deserves, the, the, that family has every right to feel how they feel. But if it was me, I'm constantly thinking in my mind, in my own heart, and I said this earlier, if it was me and it was my family, those are my children, those, that is my wife that is dead. I don't know if I could find in my heart to take it the, 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 the high road of the the godly route like okay you know he's he's going to be in prison it's all good no for me i want him dead personally done out you know what i mean but anyway we could talk about this in circles all night all day long all night long anyway we got to jump into a quick commercial break we will be right back 
Keep those comments going on down below. And if you haven't done yet, hit that like button. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye. All right. Welcome, welcome back, guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go crush that like button on our under this feed right now as we speak. And of course, if you have never seen this show and don't know anything about this page, go crush that subscribe button. I really do appreciate the conversation. I appreciate the phone calls and all that, that, that for everybody who called in and was a part of the conversation. I really appreciate it. You know, uh, it, it's a lot of it is a, a matter of agreeing to disagree. And uh, what's fascinating and fun sometimes is finding out when your friend doesn't agree at all with you at all. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, t- I'm real talk. It's a lot of fun when you go, oh, wow. Oh, we don't see eye to eye on this. And, and that's fine. That's what the Let's Talk segment is all about. Being able to say what's on your mind, being able to agree to disagree, but actually have a civil conversation about things, right? That's literally what it's all about, you know, at the end of the day. That's what it's all about. You know, no one getting offended, no one getting upset. You know, this this is the time to talk about things. Sometimes you get on your soapbox and sometimes you have to step down from it. You know, um, but I appreciate everybody who is uh, a part of the conversation and uh, top, you know, tap typing in and uh, being a part of the the, the conversation. Um, but <laughs> no one yelling on the phone. Exactly. Isn't it a beautiful thing? No, you want to know something real like real talk. You know what I mean? Real quick before we we you know, because we're going to be wrapping up the show here uh, fairly shortly. But one thing that I noticed is um You know, we we, of course we get our we get callers that are very passionate uh, and get and and get riled up and uh, get in their feelings um, and and just understandably because we all are passionate about what we feel, you know, about our own particular opinions about how the way the world is and how we feel like the world should work. And one of the things that I find really cool is that. as much as we get, you know, as much as we react to people getting upset and saying like, you know, like what happened yesterday where people were certain, certain people were getting upset about things. If you guys weren't speaking passionately, then we aren't doing our job. Then this show shouldn't exist. You know, in a way it's like, okay, if we're actually having a conversation and we're really, you know, feeling a type of way. And we're able to invoke that out of you. We're doing our job. That means that this is a damn good show. Freaking A. So I'll take that all day. Because <laughs> here it is. If you guys weren't moved enough to pick up your phones. Because it seems like that's a lot. To pick up a phone and dial a number and call us in from wherever you are. From all over the globe. The fact that you're able to do that. And you pull that energy, which probably burns like three calories, right? That's a lot of energy that you just that you just expunged onto this show. Then talking your opinion, that's a lot. And if we weren't doing that, if, if, if you weren't doing that, then we ain't doing our show then we ain't doing the right thing. We ain't doing our job. So I really appreciate every single person, whether they agree, disagree, get angry, yell on the phone. Of course, we don't want people yelling on the phone, but it is what it is. Some people, that's how they 
That's how some people communicate. You know, there's a lot of Italians and a lot of Haitians out there that speak very passionately. <laughs> and a lot of it is just yelling. I'm not yelling. I'm Italian. You know what I mean? I'm not yelling. I'm Haitian. So I understand trust. You know what I mean? <laughs> just saying, just saying y'all, but we are going to be wrapping up our show because there's a, 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 you know, obviously our boy Jack had to drop out out of nowhere. Um, and we do have some other things that uh, I want to talk about, but at the same time, uh, Tom doesn't really know any of uh, any of those things, but I will be pulling those things up um, on a separate video here in a, in a few, in a, uh, just in a little bit here. Um, uh, Genghis enemy nation just said Genghis, uh, from yesterday, Genghis was, was high yesterday. Uh, figgity facts, baby. Yeah, he was high and it's, it's all good. I mean, here it is. <laughs> I've had people who have been high on the show calling in upset and all that. And, and it's fine. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at nobody. You know, this is the, the show and you're We're going to get people that don't agree with me or Tom or Jack or all of us at the same damn time. And I get it. It's all good. It's all good. I ain't here to be mad about nothing. So here's the thing. So uh, I will be on a little bit later on tonight, as I always am, uh, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So be on the lookout for that. I do have two videos that are going to be dropping a little bit later on today. So in the next couple hours, I got a video that's going to be dropping around one o'clock ish. So be on the lookout for those videos as well. And uh, uh, tonight, I will be talking about this, and, and this is something I want you guys to know about so that you guys can look this up for yourselves as well, so you're, about the, so you're part of this conversation. It is weird as hell. It's a, it is a, a conspiracy theory. It is something that kind of like literally dropped into my lap just the other day, and I found it very, very fascinating, um, and I felt like maybe we should talk about it and talk about this conspiracy theory. It is the Wayfair conspiracy theory. Now, there's some weird stuff going on with that online furniture store. Um, and all I can say is we're going to talk about it. We're going to do a little bit of a deep dive into it tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I find it extremely, extremely fascinating. There are a lot of things that we're going to be talking about in regards to a tiny bit of a teaser. They have furniture like cabinets. And, and stuff like that, that are named after, literally named after missing girls. And these cabinets cost thousands of dollars, like ridiculous amounts of money. And these cabinets are named after missing children. This is all on Wayfair. So we're going to be talking about that. It is very interesting, and uh, I, of course, need a little bit of time to be able to pull those videos out and pull those uh, clips and, and photos out so that you guys can see it with me. We're going to watch it. We're going to check these things out real time. We're going to do the deep dive. So be sure to take a look at the Wayfair conspiracy theory that is floating around right now. 
Um, and from my understanding, Wayfair has still have yet to do anything about correcting any of these issues, any of these problems. So we're going to be talking about that. Yes, Tano Vane, it is very creepy. And MB, you're absolutely right to be intrigued because I was yeah. too. It is weird. Sounds like, is, is this, uh, but it's a conspiracy theory. This it's is a conspiracy. A I, I said it's conspiracy. I said it conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy. Let me and, in, and reiterate. Wayfair. Say again, what? And, Say, and there are places that have started debunking this. Places have theory. places have debunked it, but it still is a, a conspiracy, which we are going to dive into and talk about tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Let me repeat this again. It is the Wayfair conspiracy theory. I want to make that abundantly clear. It is a conspiracy theory. This is not something that is like absolute 110% proved to be true. This is just stuff that has been, and it has been debunked, but there's a lot of things that have been debunked that are conspiracy theories. Just Mm -hmm. saying that out loud. Okay. So before anybody gets this all chopped up and and screwed, making it seem like I'm trying to say, these are facts. No. Right. (laughs) Hail to the naw. That's why it's called conspiracy theory, y'all. So be sure to tune in 7 p.m. Central Standard Time because we're going to be talking about that conspiracy theory. And uh, I know that you guys are a bunch of nerds like me. So please, you know, clickety clack, hit that Google, Google, look that stuff up. And we're going to talk about it live on the show. Okay. Uh, But I do have two other videos that are going to be coming out uh, here in a little bit. So be on the lookout for those because there's a lot of there's a couple things that we have not been able to that we haven't talked about recently. I've been I've been steering clear from those things for a very specific reason but uh we got to talk about these for real so be on the lookout one will be dropping around 1 p.m anyway tom thank you so much for being yep. on today i really appreciate it real talk um yeah, you know yeah, time. yeah man it's always a good time it's always a good time <laughs> <laughs> the debates are real my brother <laughs> Yeah, thanks for having me defend Hitler today. That was but nice. No, no, see, see, no, 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 no. No, I'm kidding. Okay, no, okay. I, let's, yeah. you know, let's get it, let's not get it twisted. You weren't, you weren't defending anything. You were just defending your No, I'm definitely not. Point. He's the worst person to live in probably the last 500 to 1,000 years. Yes, but, yeah. figgity facts, figgity facts, I just facts, don't baby. believe he should be executed. That's exactly. all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so... Uh, definitely, uh, Tom, thank you so much for being on and chopping it up with me and everything. And thank you everyone again, one more time to all y'all for calling in and being a part of the conversation today. It really, really meant a lot. And I know that there were some other people that were calling in and, uh, we didn't get a chance to get to you guys, but Hey, we're doing this. Let's talk segment every single day around that time, 10 AM. So I will see you guys at 7 PM tonight. We're going to be talking about that conspiracy theory about Wayfair. Anyway, I got to get going. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And I'll see you guys at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And be on the lookout for the upcoming videos that I'm going to be dropping here around 1 p.m. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.